These are the Daily Tech headlines for Thursday, November 16th, 2017. I'm Tom Merritt. Coming up, Facebook, Google, and others try to add more trust indicators to news. Twitter stops accepting submissions for verification. And it looks like the Amazon key has a small problem. Trust indicators are going live on Facebook Thursday, giving readers access to information on the news organization's ethics and practices. The labels are provided by the Trust Project, a nonpartisan foundation started by Sally Lehrman of Santa Clara University's Marcula Center for Applied Ethics and funded by Craigslist founder Craig Newmark's Philanthropic Fund. Google, the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation, the Democracy Fund, and the Marcula Foundation itself. Google will also add the trust indicators in Search and Google News. Researchers at Rhino Security Labs developed a proof-of-concept attack on the Amazon key system for allowing delivery people to unlock your door and leave packages. The attack uses a simple reauthorization attack on Wi-Fi devices, something rather common that results in the device being kicked off the Wi-Fi network. When that happens, Amazon's cloud cam leaves the last frame of video live on the web. So, to the person at home, it may look like the door is closed when it's actually being opened again. Amazon says it will update the cloud cam to more quickly notify people if it goes offline during delivery. Twitter said it has stopped accepting submissions for verification and has introduced new guidelines for accounts to maintain verification. It also has begun a review and under the new guidelines will remove verification from accounts that don't follow its rules, promote hate or violence, engage or incite harassment, or intentionally mislead people by changing the name or bio. Several accounts have had verification removed under the new guidelines. Twitter said it is also working on a new authentication and verification program altogether. The massive bike sharing business in China may be shaking out. Blue GoGo, which operated 700,000 bikes across China, has lost several top executives and is stopping users from withdrawing their 100 RMB deposits. That's about 15 bucks U.S. due to financial issues. TechCrunch partner TechNode reports salary payments for employees have been delayed until February 2018 as well. Canonical announced five new Dell Precision models will be sold with Ubuntu 16.04 LTS version of Linux pre-installed. The models include the Dell Precision 5520, 3520, 7520, and 7720. All of those are laptops, plus the 5720, which is an all-in-one desktop. Kaspersky Labs issued a 13-page report following up on allegations three weeks ago that Kaspersky had obtained NSA software. The report reiterates that an NSA employee installing a pirated copy of Office was the source of the NSA software and that Kaspersky deleted the confidential non-malware parts as soon as it was discovered. However, the new report includes precise dates and times that don't line up with the previous New York Times, Washington Post, and Wall Street Journal anonymous sources. Microsoft is introducing live sharing to Visual Studio and Visual Studio Code. It allows more than one person to work on code at a time and see each other's cursor and changes while also sharing debugging. GitHub launched a similar package called Teletype that works with its Atom test editor. GitHub is releasing software libraries that will allow people to enable collaboration in other programs. Vimeo announced users can now upload video in HDR and at resolutions up to 8K. The service also now supports 10-bit video and a wider color gamut. HDR playback will work on most new mobile devices with an HDR display, as well as on the Apple TV 4K. American Express launched FXIP, providing instant blockchain-based payments for U.S. customers sending money to U.K. businesses that bank with Santander. American Express is partnering with Ripple, which focuses on cross-border blockchain-based payment infrastructure. Baidu announced three new smart speakers, two of which are robots. 
The Raven H is not a robot. It looks like a stack of plastic squares, one of which can be removed to become a voice remote. The Raven H goes on sale for $16.99 RMB. It's about $256 US starting next month in China. The Raven R was the second announcement. It's a smart speaker with six joints that can move in response to commands and apparently express emotions. The Raven Q wasn't even shown, but it'll supposedly integrate simultaneous location and mapping, or SLAM, computer vision, voice recognition, and natural language processing. No price release date were announced for the last two robotic speakers. Is there a way you can upload these episodes onto iTunes? Why, yes, as a matter of fact. Uh, in fact, if you just go into the podcast section of iTunes or the podcast app on an, on iOS, you can search for Daily Tech Headlines and get a full podcast version of this. It's it's slightly different than this one. It doesn't have the anchor call-ins and stuff, but it has all the same information. Uh, and you can find the link to that, if you want, at dailytechheadlines.com. Thanks to everybody for listening right here on Anchor and supporting the show. And I'm sorry we can't get to all the calls uh, directly back, but we do listen to them all and we do support them all. Or we do we do appreciate them all. And we appreciate your support. That's what I was trying to say. Patreon.com slash DTNS for that. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time.